ஹலோ அண்ட் வெல்கம் டு சங்கம் லிட் திஸ் இஸ் நந்தினி கார்கி அண்ட் இன் திஸ் எபிசோட் வி பர்சீவ் த சேஞ்சிங் தாட்ஸ் இன் அ பர்சன்ஸ் மைண்ட் ஆஸ் டெபிக்டட் இன் சங்கம் லிட்ரரி ஒர்க் புறநானூறு பென்ட் அபவுட் மாவளத்தான் த யங் பிரதர் ஆஃப் சோலா கிங் நலங்கில்லி பை த போயட் தாமர்பல் கண்ணனார் set in the category of vagai tinai or king's victory the verse illustrates how this royal personality won the heart of an angered poet nilamisai valnar alamaral thira terukadir kanali vemmai thangi kaal unavu aaga sudarodu kotkum avirchadai munivarum marula kodunjirai koorugir parundin yeru kurithu oriyi தன்னகம் புக்க குறுநடை புறவின் தபுதி அஞ்சி சீரை புக்க வரையா ஈகை உறவோன் மருக நேரார் கடந்த முரன்மிகு திருவின் தேர்வன் கிள்ளி தம்பி வார்கோள் கொடுமர மரவர் பெரும கடுமான் கைவன் தோன்றல் ஐயம் உடையேன் ஆர்புனை தெரியல் நின் முன்னோர் எல்லாம் பார்ப்பார் நோவன செய்யலர் மற்ற இது நீர்த்தோ நினக்கு என வெறுப்ப கூறி நின் யான் பிழைத்தது நோவாய் என்னினும் நீ பிழைத்தாய் போல் நனி நானினையே தம்மை பிழைத்தோர் பொறுக்கும் செம்மல் இக்குடி பிறந்தோர்க்கு என்மை காணும் என காந்தகு மொய்ம்ப காட்டினை ஆகலின் யானே பிழைத்தனின் சிறக்கனின் ஆயுள் மிக்கு வரும் இந்நீர் காவிரி எக்கர் இட்ட மணலினும் பலவே தஸ்வா வி ஹவ் சீன் சாங்ஸ் சங் ஓன்லி டு கிங்ஸ் fierce and victorious in battle this verse is unique because it sings not about a king but about his younger brother the context of this song is intriguing too something we'll delve into shortly the poet's words can be translated as follows to end the suffering of those who live on land bearing the scorching rays of the sun eating the windless food ascetics with matted hair roam along in the sun's path astonishing even these people was that act of limitless charity of your strong-willed ancestor for he entered the scale to prevent the destruction of the one who had taken refuge in his home a dove with short strides from the attack of the sharp-clawed curved wing eagle o younger brother of killi the one who possesses many chariots and the strength and wealth to overcome all his foes o brave lord who wields long spears and curving bows o sion with strong hands and proud horses i was filled with angry doubts earlier this made me ask with hatred all your ancestors who wore our garlands never did anything to hurt the respected scholars in their court are you really dear eh instead of being hurt by my harsh words to you as if you were the one at fault you felt very ashamed and so o powerful leader you made me see that to bear with those who hurt them is easy for those born in this lineage hence I am the only one who is at fault. May your days be more than the sands brought down by the sweet and copious waters of the river Kaveri. Time to learn the nuances in these words about a royal. The poet starts by describing the ascetics who live with much selflessness, caring only about the good of those who live in this world 
and they seem to eat only the air as food and live their lives under the scorching heat of the sun. Even these people were thrown aback by the act of that king who gave away his flesh equal in weight to that of a dove that took refuge in his home, fearing the attack of an eagle, the poet connects. Now we understand that the story being referred to is that of King Sibi and the Doe, a story oft mentioned in discussions of Chola lineage. From an ancient ancestor, the poet turns to the immediate sibling of this lord and mentions the wealth and strength of his brother, the much-sung-about Chola king Nalankili. Then he also praises the strong arms and speedy horses of this lord. After these tributes, he mentions an angry doubt that arose in his mind about how this lord can be called a son of the Cholas who were known for their respect towards scholars in their court. So he seems to have turned to this lord and asked him, Are you really a Chola? Let's back up a little bit and understand what was the context that gave rise to the situation. This poet and the king's brother seem to have been playing a game of dice and in a moment of anger, the royal is said to have thrown the dice at the poet. This is the juncture that gave rise to this doubt in the poet's mind and the ensuing hurtful words to the royal. Next, the poet records how instead of being angry or hurt by the poet's words, the royal felt ashamed as if he was the one at fault. That's when the poet realizes his mistake and declares this nature of forgiving even those who hurt them is the true trademark of the Cholas and he declares this royal was undoubtedly a noble son of this honorable lineage. The poet ends with a blessing wishing that the king's brother has more days in his life than the sands on the shores of the fertile river Kaveri. A verse that sketches the dynamics between multiple emotions such as hurt and anger as well as remorse and respect. How natural it is to be hurt by the words of another and how noble it is to not mind that is vividly sketched in these words. What changes the mind of the angered poet is how the king takes responsibility for his actions in hurting the poet and feels remorse for that, not minding even the hurtful words the same poet has said in response. A classic illustration of the modern thought, more than what happens to you, how you react to it is what matters. Thanks for listening to this episode of Sangam Lit and journeying with me to ancient lands and mines. Please visit nandanikarki.com to share your thoughts and do spread the word about Sangam Lit. Until next time, Nandri Vanakkam.